Welcome to the Dollar Hour. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. This is the first edition of the Dollar Hour of 2021, and I'm super excited. Tonight's show will be asking, uh, why you should, well, we'll be discussing why you shouldn't be breaking your neck to put all your money in your 401k. You know, before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ Lab. What's going on, brother? Sorry we late, y'all. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry we late. We might be late, but we always on time. <laughs> If she's not here, I'm gonna give a special shout out to Slick 316. And uh, say well, Happy New Year to my whole Misfits Radio family. Happy New Year. Yeah, man, <laughs> man, 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 super New Year. You know, I had a very unique 2020, and I will say this, man. Uh, I want to say uh, I, I really appreciate all my family and friends. Had some uh, different situations happening and everything like that, but your boy bounced through it. Back. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 you know, it, it, in traditional Mr. Short Dollar fashion. <laughs> and uh, I'm super excited to get this year rocking and that's, rolling. That's right. And everything. That's and again, right. And again, this is the Dollar Hour. Um, Deontay Burden, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. And we will be discussing why you shouldn't be breaking the net to put your money in your 401k. Okay. going to be a pretty good show because we've got a lot of folks got different ideas about what they want to do in retirement. And I want to have this kind of show just to discuss, you know, my personal thoughts in regards to uh, how I feel about retirement. Okay, we got everything streaming live on Instagram. We got streaming on YouTube. I'm using StreamYard. It's my first time using StreamYard for the Dollar Hour uh, here at the Misfits Radio uh, Studio from the Majestic, I mean, the Mr. Short Dollar Majestic and my personal Facebook page. So if you are interacting with us on any one of those Facebook platforms, you know, you know, we in and out and everything like that and stuff. But feel free, please leave your comments and questions while we are um, doing the discussion and everything. You know, as always, at the beginning of the show, I always kind of rehash my previous week. So I got weeks. So we're just going to kind of speak in weeks. general. <laughs> yeah. First, I just want to start off saying Happy New Year. Happy tw 2021 to everybody. Um, I appreciate 2020. That was a unique year and everything. A lot of stuff I went through. A lot of stuff that I learned and I did, you know. 2020, and I'm super excited about going through 2021. Really ready for it and everything. Uh, we still are going through the pandemic, like we always discuss. Make sure you're doing practicing social distancing, washing your hands, uh, keeping six feet, all the basic stuff you learn how to do in pre-K. You know, <laughs> basically, yeah, just do that and everything. <laughs> um, tax season is around the corner, getting started. You guys know I'm a tax, uh, I'm an accountant by profession, also the owner of Majestic Business Services, and. Our subsidiary, Majestic Accounting and Tax Services, we still are hiring for the 2021 tax season. Uh, as always, make sure you hit the links and everything, and we, uh, we'll get your application and everything. I don't know if it's on the the live stream now, but I'll make sure I get it uh, as I do the description, update descriptions later on tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, but I'll make sure we do that. You know, and with that said, again, tax season around the corner. I know you guys have been receiving those second round of stimulus checks, balling like out of control. <laughs> you know, <laughs> always balling. Tanner Club over that six hundred dollars. Yes sir. Yes sir. But you know, when it come, it come and everything. So you know, um, we super excited about this upcoming tax season. This is gonna be my twentieth, twentieth tax season and everything. So I'm super excited about that. And last, we're gonna round it out, guys. Tomorrow, tomorrow 
is the day, January 8th, Pooch Day, USA. I'll be the double four. Yeah, tomorrow is my birthday. I'll be 44 years old tomorrow. Hey, man, I just man, I had a blessed life. I had a blessed life and everything. Super excited about it. Gonna laugh. That's what I'm gonna do. I don't know. I've been so busy and stuff lately. I haven't really had a chance to do any pre-planning. But I'm enjoying it, man. I'm enjoying it and stuff. Like I said, I've been through a lot, so I'm uh, I'm enjoying it, brother. I can, I can tell you that. At least, don't know what the hell I'm gonna do, but I'm enjoying. What <laughs> you gonna do, son? Absolutely, absolutely. And the party begins tonight. <laughs> At midnight. Yeah. Now hell no. After this show. <laughs> <laughs> you know that I'm midnight. Tonight. Tonight. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, I got my Belvina right here. Oh, okay, mm. okay. The, the good stuff. Yeah, good scotch, good scotch, good scotch. That's your birthday. You hey, man, hey. You deserve I, it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, brother. It's your birthday. Hey, um, again, this is uh, the Dollar Hour on uh, Mr. Short Dollar. You know, Mr. Short Dollar, we talk about personal finance, entrepreneurship, uh, business and real estate investing and everything. And I also want to, before I get started with the show, tell everybody thank you, thank you, thank you with the, the end of the year splurge, super growth of Mr. Short Dollar. Man, we're on pace to hit 3,000 subscribers, mm. you know, probably by the beginning of the next month and everything. So I'm super excited about that and everything. Um, you know, it's been, it's been cool, man. It's been cool, yeah, cool, you know, and everything. I don't know where the hell it came from. It was just hard work, I guess, but we ain't going to, we ain't going to think too tough about it and everything. And like I said, this has been real rough organic growth and everything. And I, uh, I'm just going to keep chopping wood. Keep chopping wood. As everybody keep, you know, liking, disliking, commenting, and sharing the channel and stuff. And thanks again for all the support. Um, but with that said, tonight's show, man, that's why I wanted to do that. Also, one one last thing I want to bring up. We'll be back with Changing Lives next week. Like I told everybody, at the end of the year, I did the video. Change the Lives, we did a massive rebrand. I got a rebrand on Change the Lives. I have some things that I've done differently in my life and stuff like that. So I'm going to kind of rebrand Change the Lives. We're going to get out of the mo motivational, personal development, professional development. We'll be more of a lifestyle discussion type show and everything like that. But I think you guys are going to be pleased with it, uh, with the, the new direction I'm going in with Change the Lives. So I'm super excited about it. And I think you're going to enjoy the show we got next week. So, I'm, you know, we're going to be hitting it on all cylinders and everything. So I just want to... Bring that up because I did a little twenty second video at the end of the year. We rebranded and everything, so but I think you'll be excited because everybody been asking me question. Why are changing lives? I haven't had in the video posted. Trust me, you'll get enough. Of it. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. But you know, we're starting in tonight's show. You know, um, I always go back. You know, we were talking about don't be breaking your neck to put all this money in four hundred one k. You know, retirement is one of the things everybody talks about. You know, now and everything, especially like when we get, especially when we get north of forty. And, you know, everybody's thinking like, oh, man, I need to start putting, investing, 401k, retirement, putting money up and all this other kind of stuff. And people have all kind of different discussions, you know. Uh, people are trying to uh, start certain things, get their businesses together, get their investments together, uh, listen to all the financial gurus and everything. And uh, also have different little contests and stuff about see what they got and what they have and what, what they're on track to do. What I thought about was when I was younger, I just remember when I was working at John Whelan Homes and just in the break room. This is pre-college pooch. I had just got on and working in the warehouse. Probably what? I was what, 21, 22? Mm -hmm. And uh, I would listen to the old heads in the break room and everybody was in there talking about uh, you know, what they got in their 401k. And when I say old heads, these guys were uh, probably mid-50s. They weren't old. They were just, you know, you're 21, they were damn body old, old, you know, right. and everything. But uh, that's a damn shame. But uh, 
I remember the guys that just, you know, run their mouths. Now keep in mind, this is a warehouse. Everybody, I was making probably eight fifty, if I was making that, and those guys were probably making about ten, eleven, twelve dollars an hour. But I remember just they were having like a little powwow, and they were talking about their retirement in a couple of years. Because keep in mind, these guys were retiring probably the next uh, five, ten, fifteen years and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and everything. And they were just saying, oh, I got fifty thousand, I got seventy thousand, and I got a hundred thousand. And my little broke ass over there just like, wow, man, these guys are rich. You know, I'm just like, damn, you know, just sitting over there just just in awe of what they were saying they had and everything. And, you know, in my mind. I think somebody, did your mama say, hey, please don't take care of me. Oh, that's my mama. Hey, mama, thanks. I appreciate uh, Audrey. Audrey, yeah, that's my mama. That's my bitch. That's Miss Dollar. Miss Dollar. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I appreciate that. Thanks, mama, for tuning in. Uh. But you know you uh you sit there you you listen to these guys especially as a younger person mm-hmm. like dang man you know that's it and everything and I put money in my four hundred one k and you look back at it you know probably let's say well, I think it was ninety three and I'm a finance guy I think it was ninety three when they enacted uh the four hundred one ks and uh you know just a quick history lesson four hundred one ks got an inception because what happened was you had a lot of companies going out you know especially after um. Uh, we're, we're pension based as far as mm-hmm. retirement. A lot of you know, you, even you know, the standard still have your police unions, you have your railroad, you have your teachers union and stuff like that. But most companies were giving out pensions. Mm-hmm. And what was happening was when people get into retirement age, uh, the companies were you know getting all these liabilities because they couldn't afford that. So that's why they, the government enacted the 401ks. You had a 401ks, 457s, 401as, 401bs, stuff like that. So um, that's why those things were enacted because the companies couldn't afford to continue with those pension plans. Okay. So fast forward, what you have with the, with the, uh, uh, a lot of those companies were again moved away from the pensions at the 401k, so what they're doing now, you're still providing a, a retirement source for a person, but you're putting the onus on what? The employee mm-hmm. to actually do it. So if you're not contributing to it or anything like that, you know, you kind of, you know, SOL. Okay. The thing of it is that what happens is typically at most jobs, what happens when you start your job, you meet with HR, they'll have the conversation with you about, putting in retirement, this is that, we can match this. If you put in $1 at this rate, you can have this. Mm-hmm. You meet with a quote-unquote retirement guy once or twice a year. They're telling you all this kind of stuff. You can have this if the market does this and all that kind of stuff. And it, and it sounds great and everything, but that's but we're going to discuss tonight the whole BS conception about all that. And, and I just kind of give a background. I have an undergrad in finance. I have an undergrad in finance. I have a master's in supply chain. So you're not talking to somebody that just, you know, um, Read a couple of self-help books and everything like that. You know, I'm a I'm a numbers guy. You know, and this I have an in-depth knowledge about this. But what I also have an in-depth knowledge about the subject we're going to talk about tonight, as far as the 401ks and how people misunderstand how to apply their 401k and how they need to be kind of looking at retirement as opposed to just trying to shuffle all this money. In, in essence, you're not you're not doing like Grandma and Granddaddy did when you're putting all the money up on your mattress, right. but you are. <laughs> You put it in somebody else's bank, right, and everything and stuff like that, in hopes, in hopes that it will actually accumulate and grow, and it does, it does. But the key question is, is it going to be enough for you in retirement? That's the question. You know, that's what and, I was and, about and, to say. And that's the that's the key component. And what people know, I have never ever till to this day heard a financial person bring that component up. Mm-hmm. Now bring up the total amount you can have saved. But they don't have they don't have discussions of actually what do you need to be having in retirement. Okay. And that's the mixed component. We're gonna kinda discuss that tonight. But 
that was the kind of thing I was looking at. When I was listening to some guys in the break room, like, yeah, man, I got this and I got that. I'm like, damn, man, these guys got money. Right. You know, you look at it now, like, shit, hell, I'm making that damn threefold in a year, hell. <laughs> right. You know, hell, so it might be that in a damn, but yeah, right. oh, man. <laughs> you making that nine a hard way. <laughs> Woo. When you count them old time, I'm like, if I do this and I do that, yeah, <laughs> my check should be this. <laughs> shit, I tell you think about that shit. <laughs> car breakdown, you right. get this fixed on that check. Right. You right. your car stay in uh, the the shop damn near a month. Because you yeah, trying to get that money up. Man, one thing, it, well, well, I give you this on this check, and then the next check, I give you that. <laughs> on a car, probably worth 400 damn. You get more. <laughs> I don't even want to go down. You just paid eight hundred dollars Back down memory lane. Right. <laughs> We're not gonna get on that. I'm about to share the damn tip. <laughs> All them damn hoopies and shit I used to ride. Yeah, you get that. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, boy. <laughs> damn, man. Lord, I got my head hard hurting. I now. know, right? <laughs> Back to the night show. We asked. Why you shouldn't be breaking your name to start your 401k and everything? Again, this is Deontay Burton, Mr. Short Dollar himself. You listen to the Dollar Hour on uh, YouTube, Facebook, and uh, Instagram, and also TikTok. Man, the TikTok is going crazy. Really? I had a video had uh, 5,000 views. Really? And, you know, again, like, yeah, you got people that have these 100,000 views, but, hell, you're talking to a person that really isn't fully engaged right. with it and everything. So, like, man, the TikTok is going crazy. Appreciate the support. Well, I start putting more effort into it as well. Let me okay. just say that, too. But uh, catch Mr. Short Dollar on TikTok, uh, Facebook. You can follow me uh, under Deontay underscore the 77 uh, on Instagram. Uh, I know I'm missing some platform and everything. But, man, just keep keep doing what you're doing. Follow me at Deontay. Also, Deontay underscore 77. Majestic Biz on Twitter and everything. Okay. And, and as always, and I put in the description block of the videos. I have all the links to all the social media. We'll uh, get you on Twitch, too. Yeah, well, we're going to get on Twitch. We're going to get on a lot more <laughs> stuff. And everything. Lad keep me on point with everything. Yeah. And I appreciate it too, man. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a bad man right there, DJ Lad. <laughs> Thank but you. you know, I appreciate it, bro. No, 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 no. I appreciate you. But you know, again, we're talking about why you shouldn't break your neck and start your 401k. So everybody probably like, Pooch, why in the hell are you talking about that? You know, because again, I'm a finance guy, I'm an uh, investing guy. Why are you telling me that? Because, you know, you people looking like, okay, you know, because one thing, like people, you get that stable job, they got a 401k, they got the plan, mm-hmm. you're like, man, I got, they got a 401k, I gotta do and all this kind of stuff. And then, now you done got a job doing it, and then you got this damn fool Poochie now telling you why in the world you should be breaking that to do it. He's supposed to know what he's talking about. He, he a finance Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> why is this joker telling me I should be investing in 401k? And I'm going to explain something to you. See, when you start looking at 401k and investment retirement, we got a couple factors we got to kind of start considering looking at first. Um, number one thing is time. When we start looking at time, you got to look at, be honest with yourself, be realistic. How soon do you got towards retirement? If you had, and we kind of look at ballpark, we're going to retire. Everybody, what, 60 years old, maybe 65, 63, 64. Most of the time, we're not looking at uh, retiring at 70 years old. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you sitting there really chilling and, and everything, you're like, okay, I can milk this kid for a couple more years. But most of the time, we're kind of looking at 60. You know, we're kind of looking at, and that's when we want to start getting ready to retire from everything, leave everything alone. So, what we always look at in terms of where we at from where we at at that particular time till we get to 60 and kind of look at those years and stuff like that. Another fact that we want to consider when we start thinking about retirement is what we call compound interest. And what compound interest is, that's the rate that uh, that your investment will increase at in time, over okay. time. Okay, so we're looking at it at over the years, compounding, that interest rate is going to be compounding and compounding. That means it's, it's, it's giving you a, 
uh, a certain percentage of interest on your investment each month, each year, and it's going over time and over time and over time. The key with compound interest, and I know you guys hear about this a lot, especially you start, you know, listening to investment and everything, is time. You got to wait, but you got to have time. 8%, the impact 8% has over one month and one year is nowhere near the impact what 8% has over 5 or 10 years or 20 or 30 years, right? And that's kind of what is the market like with 8, 10%, what the market, they kind of look at it, you know, you just say if you have your money set in a, a basic index fund or something mm -hmm. like that. So that we're looking at that. But if you have uh, everything, you know, just kind of, you know, basic funds and stuff, you're looking at it going between 8 to 10, but the key that, that compound interest, okay. those are factors you have to be able to look at. Uh, and also, this is probably the most important thing, you know, what you got planned. Mm. What you got planned. It's kind of like what we're looking at that sum total. We're going to go over that in a second. But we have to be thinking about what we have planned. And what I mean by what we have planned is where you want to be at 60, where you want to be at 65, where you want to be at 70. Okay. Not you just working and working and working. People say all the time, well, people have goals in terms of, well, uh, I don't want to be working. Well, I don't want to be working, but they look at they look at uh something I still don't have a damn thing to do with retirement. Well, my baby be graduated from college, or my car be paid off, or my house be paid off, and that's cool. Mm -hmm. But they're not looking at what I feel like the most important thing is the lifestyle, the living okay. aspect. You know, okay. you're looking at a damn liability leaving. Mm -hmm. You're not thinking about your ass. <laughs> still the consumption of life and everything right. like that. And I think that's the thing about it, because you know typically that's what happens. You know, so when my wife retires, so my, 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 my baby graduates, I pay this car, I get this house paid, I'm going to go on and retire and do all this other kind of stuff. Right. And you're like, okay, cool, and everything. And um, and it's cool to have those, and those are what I look at as benchmarks, the time frame things. They're not uh, actual factor of your retirement Okay. to me and everything. So those are the kind of things I think people just don't, you know, really have, you know, uh, the factors that people don't look at. That being, again, you know, the time frame you got between where you at right now and to your retirement age, um, and what we call that investment, the, the the term of that when we start talking to finance people, we call it your investment horizon. That mm -hmm. means like, okay, if you at twenty, you want to retire at sixty, then you got forty years to your investment horizon. Mm -hmm. That's finance one on one. So we kind of look at that in terms of your investment horizon for from when that time and everything. So uh, Looking at the, uh, the investment horizon, compound interest, that would be the rate you, uh, your investment increasing over time. And the third thing, just having some kind of solid plan about what you want to be doing, where you want to have money coming from and everything. Mm -hmm. Those are key factors I think most people don't look at. Okay. okay. Now, I don't sit here, you know, I'm going to give you guys like a quick example with that. and get You know, before I get example, I remind you again, I am Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. You are listening to the Dollar Hour. Tonight we're talking about why you shouldn't be breaking it to put all your money in your 401k. Okay. And I know everybody like, man, poochie, poochie, poochie. Y'all need to listen to me, damn it. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Because right. I get too many damn phone calls from people. And I don't mind. I appreciate it. I love helping people. But I get too many phone calls from people that are north of 60. Ask me the damn questions. And I'm sitting there like, look, man, I'm giving you the game now. Mm -hmm. At 20, 30, 40. Listen to it. Right. Listen to it. That's it right. may not be what you want to hear. It may not be what you normally have heard. But look, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. It's the reason reason why I'm in the spot I am right now. You can call me, both will call me arrogant or whatever this day. I know what the hell I'm talking about with this. And uh, I think what happens a lot of times, most finance people get the same advice. Mm -hmm. The problem comes up is it's just like when you have an attorney, a doctor, whatever, 
a lot of times people don't know how to explain it in English. Layman's terms. Yeah, exactly. Just basic layman terms, people yeah. understand that. And I think a lot of times well, what I'm bringing up tonight is the aspect that's missed. People go over the end result more so the actual uh, lifestyle component. Okay. People will tell you you can have X amount of dollars saved. Okay, that's that's cool, but what do you really need? Right. Okay, so with that said, I'm going to have a scotch break. Yes. <laughs> it's your birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> Belvini number 12. Okay, mm. okay. Is that is that kind of the same? It looked like the same little box as uh, McAllen, number 25. Well, number 25 a little more expensive than oh, really? Belvini, you know. Oh, okay. That's just like Belvini 25. Oh, you know, that's 200 okay. damn dollars a bottle. Oh, okay. You talking about 200 damn dollars looking now. <laughs> I'm surprised you was in McCallum. Yeah, yeah, hey, man. I'm going to break it out. Oh, you'll break my heart. <laughs> well, laugh, laugh better put me up out of the studio. I'm going to sit you on the table like, McAllen, drink, right? a little, drink a little, drink a little. Oh, man. I ain't leaving. I'm letting you know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Tell me what you think oh, about that. Oh, man, we'll be talking about the market all damn night. <laughs> no, man, pour another bottle. <laughs> man, you crazy, man. <laughs> but but check this. And we're going to go on this quick example. And I want everybody to follow me with this, okay? And if you got any questions or anything like that, uh, in the lab, if you see anybody uh, yeah, punch questions, let me know. I want everybody to follow me with this, with this, with this example. And, I want, and this right here is going to have you guys thinking about where you are and what you've been doing currently in your retirement plan and where you're going to be, okay? Because, like I brought up before, everybody typically had the same situation come up, right? Maybe once or twice a year you meet with the HR or a retirement specialist. He'll tell you, well, you need to get this plan, get that plan. You put this money in there, this results, this. By the time you retire, you had this much saved. You're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Sounds great, right? Okay, I'm going to go to the other side of it, right? Let's say... That we're talking about, uh, uh, we're talking about that you need uh, thirty thousand dollars to live. And when I say thirty thousand dollars to live, right, I'm talking about you at retirement. After you retire, your living expense is going to take you thirty thousand, right? We're talking about your uh, say if you got mortgage, groceries, um, uh, insurance. Hey, you know you're going to need some kind of medication, some subscription, mm -hmm. and uh, whatever you know, you going whatever. Let's say that's thirty thousand. Which, okay. excuse me, uh, thirty thousand. That's around about what twenty. Uh, is that twenty a month? Twenty twenty eight or uh, that's about twenty five a month, something like that. Am I thinking right? You said how much now? Thirty thousand. Um, is that, is that about twenty five a month? No, twenty twenty six twenty seven. It's not thirty thousand, but somewhere like that a month, it's right? Not, it's, so, so you're saying 30000 30, a month, 30, 000, a year. 30000 a year. Listen to the accountant, can't add. 20, uh, that's 26 26 a month, something like that. Cool. So, yeah, so that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Well, we're sitting there looking, okay, this is, we're talking about your living expenses, what you need to live in retirement, right? So, right at 26 a month, something like that, right? Ballpark. We ain't going to guess. We, 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 we're going to uh, use a calculator. 25. 25 a month. Okay, cool. I hit it on the Hey, look at you. Believe in yourself, boy. 25 a month. Right? So we're talking about, so what's it pretty reasonable? You say, okay, look, I'm 60 years old, kids grown, this, that, and that. 25 a month. Reasonable reasonable amount for we paying for uh, uh, retirement, right? Cool. Okay, cool. So 
We plan to retire at 60 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the key. This is what your, 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 your investment guy, your retirement finance guy doesn't go over. How long do your ass plan to live? Oh. Okay. <laughs> How long do your ass plan to live? Mm. Okay, so let's just say we're going to just roll the dice. We're going to live at 80 years. Let's say 80 years old. Well, shit, you better. Shit, you better. You'll be a sardine. The sardine, Vianna, sausage eating joker. <laughs> I was rolling the first three years. <laughs> All your money gone. Day. Shit, you be retired at 60. By the time you're 65, straight Medicare. No, <laughs> shit. You better. So let's, I'm just saying, for you know, just for explanation, per, let's say we forecast we live to 80 years old. Okay, okay that's fair, right? Okay. That's fair. We, we, we're going to go on statistics. When, what is it? What life expectancy is 72? 75? Well, right now it's saying 72. 76, so 80, I think that's a fair number, right? Okay, okay. We're gonna, we gonna we, we get past 80, we broke, we cool. Okay. We cool. I feel like one of the great grandbabies will help me out. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> if we get to 80, so we're saying retire at 60, mm-hmm. we'll live to 80. So that's what, 20 years, right? Yes. Okay, so here we go with that, right? So if we know we need to live, we need just to live $30,000, we guessing. Okay. For 20 years, okay. that's 600000 dollars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we got the number where we need to be. That's what you need. Okay. To live. Now, how many people really have looked at it from that perspective? None. So you got people sitting here that saved up two or three hundred damn thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. I, I got some change in there because they looked at it like this is the money I got in my account. Mm-hmm. They're not looking at it like shit. Hey, That's you're making that now, living off of it. You're making a hundred grand a year now, mm-hmm. and you are, are living off of it. Hell, you know. And if you turn around, if you got a uh, hundred thousand dollars in four hundred one k. So you what? You gonna live what? Three years after retirement off that? <laughs> right. Because if you making a hundred thousand, you living a hundred thousand dollar lifestyle. Yeah. Well, well, I'm just saying. Even just looking at it in terms of you know, because you you banking. We're gonna go over that. You banking a lot of your living expenses at sixty will be gone. Mm-hmm. Kids, maybe a mortgage, maybe a car. No, you know, you be like, you know how to get sixty go mess around, get your damn Lincoln Town car. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And everything like that. Get you some new teeth. Get a, you know, you know, your wife's new teeth and everybody might get a hip or something like that, you know, and everything. Typical 60 shit. You know what I'm saying? A knee. I don't probably need no hip at 60. No. A hip or a knee. <laughs> shit, where shit I going now? I don't need no damn hip at 60. Well, yeah. why she for going now? They ain't even hit 55 and need them. Hey, uh, I'm 50. Mm-hmm. I don't need no hips yeah. for a long time. Well, you know, I'm just saying, we're talking I about the, the kind of expenditures you're looking at getting around by then. The teeth, the hip, the knee. <laughs> You know, those are the kind of things we're looking at. You know, okay, normal okay. stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like a rites of passage. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Just, you I know, hey, you. it's part of living, you know, that long. But you figure, you know, those kind of things will pop up. But you, but now we're going to calculate it. We need what? 600000 We need over half a million damn dollars. Mm-hmm. How many of us are on damn track for that? Huh? None. Now, I done gave you the blueprint. Now, you sitting there looking at your 401k. And you 58 years old, you plan to retire in two years, and you sitting there looking, damn, I got $150,000 on my 401k, I'm straight. And I'm telling you, you crazy hell. And now you're sitting there thinking about it. Now, again, I ain't telling you that, hey, you ain't going to be able to do that, but I'm sitting here telling you what's going on. Now, I want to give a backdrop. This show is not to scare you about it. Don't have a I'm going to give you the plan to combat that. Mm-hmm. So don't worry. Don't worry. Just stay locked in. And everything. I'm give you the uh, the back, the uh, the plan, the back uh, to combat that. Okay, but again, we just went through the example. Mm-hmm. 
If you turn around and say, look, I'm going to need, at 60 years old, I'm going to need just to live, just to live, 30 grand a year. Okay? okay? Mm -hmm. 30 grand a year, and we just said we're going to expect to live to 80 years old. Mm -hmm. That's $600,000 we need to have sitting in the, in the kitty. Wow. $600,000 and everything. And realistically, realistically, at right now, just say if you 30, 40, 50 years old, wherever you at right now, looking at the number that you got in your 401k right now, Excuse me. Do you think you got enough money that you make to be putting in, excuse me, the 600 or enough time to try to accumulate that kind of money? Mm. And you got to be realistic. So you can go with the hell no, the hell to the no, no, <laughs> or the hell no. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to look at it. <laughs> But you know damn well, you ain't got enough time Dang. to accumulate that 600000 You got to stop bringing in reality. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the dollar hour, baby. I see. It's I the dollar it. hour. And again, this is the dollar hour. Like I said, tonight we're discussing, uh, don't be breaking your neck to start your 401k. Because here's the deal, you know, and everything. I know a lot of people have been looking at it. Because again, I, I think the example that I just gave, I think that is common. Mm -hmm. That retirement guy come in and you feel pretty good. Cause he done told you, yeah, man, you can have this. You're on track to do this, and do that, and everything, and stuff like that. But again, even hell, they don't be prepared. Cause they're just looking at again that number most of the time. Mm -hmm. They look at that number. Okay, well, I'm gonna have this, and this, and it looks like a good number because you don't have that damn number in your bank account. Mm -hmm. But again, we're not thinking about what we're gonna take to live, you know. Right. And I just think that far too often people don't realize that, mm -hmm. and they get that certain, they get that money, and depending on especially you got a 401k. What happens to a 401k when it comes out? Because the 401k is what pre-tax, right? Right. So what happens to that 401k? Remember, that's six, that 600000 that you actually got in your damn 401k actually going to be what? Maybe five fifty, five forty. Do they tax 401k at, 40, uh, at the capital gains rate? No. Hey, you get, but it's still getting taxed coming out. I know. I'm saying when it come out, it's a tax at capital gains rate. No, no. It's going to get taxed. It's going to get a cap. You know, you, you won't get taxed at uh, Cap gains rate. You won't okay. get taxed at that. No, okay. no, no. That's just like if you if you cash in before a sale your okay. investment. But it's still gonna get taxed. Okay. But you still talking about six hundred damn thousand dollars. The shit gonna be coming out. Excuse me, I mean, it's gonna be coming out. You probably gonna get what? Five forty five? Mm -hmm. Five fifty. Right. So it's that's, still that's being, that's being real yeah. generous right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, so yeah, or let's say five thirty. Okay, okay. So we still so you looking at it like that's yeah, I am being generous with it. So you know, <laughs> But you know, and I don't want to scare the hell out of people. Right. But I'm saying, say, what's 25 percent of that of no, 600? 20, I thought it was at 27. We hit 27. Okay. So 27 percent of a uh, 600,000. We're looking it's at 162,000. 162,000 minus uh, 600,000. What are we looking at, lab? Uh, 438. 438. 438. 438. <laughs> Damn. You've been real generous. Okay. I'm about to scare the hell out of people now. Yeah. Now, see, here, here's the deal, though, lad. You know the unfortunate part about it? Everything I'm talking about now, I know we got people like, okay, Poochie's just talking. Mm -hmm. Like I'm speaking some kind of Arabic. You, be, you need to be damn listening to me. But you got to realize, too, what they don't realize is you giving them a conservative amount of taxes coming out. The tax rate may be higher by the time they get ready to retire. You got five, ten years. Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, I'm still looking at, we're still looking at a damn, um, uh, a difficult number, depending on, just say if you're making, 
let's say average person with the average income in the United States what thirty thousand, but just say you kind of will be generous and you're making sixty to seventy thousand dollars a year. You still they say ten percent of that seven grand. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. I mean, you know the average person not putting no damn seven ten percent of their month right. uh, in no damn uh, uh, retirement account. Mm-mm. So you talking about now you start looking at if you put in seven grand to get to uh, six hundred grand. Man, shit. So if you put in seven grand at sixty thousand, which is a generous amount, seven grand a year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many years you talking about? What what year you talking about starting? Well, just divide. You can divide. Um, uh, you can divide seven into the seven grand into six hundred thousand, and then divide it by twelve. That'll give you an idea of how many years it's gonna take, right? Because because seven grand get how many payments and you divide it by twelve. Divide by twelve. Uh huh. That let you know how many years it take you to get that. That ain't right. Six hundred thousand divided by seven thousand. Six hundred thousand divided by seven thousand. Then divided by twelve. That's how many years it gonna take you. Now that's saying seven years. That ain't right. Six hundred thousand. Six hundred by seven thousand. I'm doing something wrong. You definitely doing something wrong, Layup. <laughs> 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 seven thousand twelve. Okay, seven thousand times twelve. Oh, we talking about a year though. We yeah, seven thousand a year, right? Yeah, seven thousand a year. Okay. That's why I said the seven thousand divided into six hundred thousand. I'll give you the payments, and then you uh, divide the payments by twelve. That'll give you how many years? Am I thinking? Am I? Am, am, is my math formula correct? Because uh, it's saying now it's saying seven to go to six hundred thousand. Seven to go to six hundred thousand. Six hundred thousand divided by seven is eighty-five. Eighty. Let's round up. It's eighty-five thousand seven hundred forty fifteen dollars. So you said time. Because again, we start looking at, well, we're looking at just payments. Right. And you're saying 600000 divided by 7000 equals 85714 But that would be the payments, not dollars. See, that's why how many times you got to, you got to uh, go in there, how many payments you got to make. So we're looking 85, at it. 85 payments. That's eight, uh, uh, let's just round it up to eight, 86 payments. Because it's seven, point seven. Point 85. seven. Point seven round up to the next, which is 86. So 86 times 12. Divided by, yeah. Uh, 86 divided by, by 12. It still can't be seven years. And it may be seven years, but I know damn well no years. It's eight, seven years on here. Yeah, but even still, you better put 10% of your income in there. Seven, 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 seven. And while lab doing the calculation, the reason why we're just trying to look at is, we're looking at just say, if you turn around putting 10% of your income okay, to the side. Okay, let's say somebody's 30. 30. Somebody, okay. Somebody 30 years old. Somebody 30 years old. You're talking about the retirement 65, right? And they're looking at six, they're 65. So they got to they got to save $17,000 a year. $17,000 a year. 
could get to that by the time they turn because 60. Because 35 years, 35, 35 divided by 600,000, $17,143. Uh, 17 grand a year mm-hmm. from 30 to uh, to 65 to do that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's more like it. I think you need to go on and get your Walmart application <laughs> together and get ready to put smiley face stickers on people's doors. And see, the thing of it is, you know, you know, and, and again, I, I apologize to everybody. You know, you know, I think I'm throwing lab, lab off with my math formula <laughs> and everything. But, you know, my, my point I wanted people to get at is that realistically, you got a time frame to kind of accumulate the money that's going to be needed in retirement. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's the part I think a lot of times people ain't looking at it. But here's the deal. And this is the... The dollar plan for retirement. Okay, okay. And I want everybody to kind of be open ears with this is. The first thing I think people need to ask yourself, what's going to be the cost you got to have in retirement? And here's the thing where I think a lot of people don't want to necessarily be realistic about is, you know, you're looking at, okay, what's your mortgage, rent, utilities, the prescriptions, insurance, food, miscellaneous stuff. What are you going to be needing? Like we just said the 30000 It's going to be 20000 30000 40000 50000 and everything. You need to find that number out. Mm-hmm. You need to find And again, Here's the deal. When well, we talk about plans, plans are always what changing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be what number you figure out at 25, 35, or 45. That number can evolve depending on if you made any kind of life acquisitions or you did any kind of dispositions or anything like that with uh, 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 with, with life you know, or anything like that. So if you sold your house, bought a house, whatever, that stuff will adjust. But, again, we still got to stay on top of this because if you're just looking at the damn money you save and not looking at the money that you're going to need in retirement and everything, mm-hmm. you're going to be, you know, you're really going to be SOL. Yeah. So, again, if you try to sit here and put two or $300,000 in your 401k, but if you're saying, okay, I retire at 60 and I'm going to die at 80, is that going to carry you the next 20 years? And most of the damn times it ain't. Right. And like I said, most of the time it's going to carry you for three, you're going to have three of the best damn years of your life. Yeah. And after that, Welcome to Walmart. See you next time. <laughs> Putting them damn smiley face stickers on your shirt. Oh, ain't that what they do? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ain't that what they do? Yeah, but man, oh man. Shit, that damn retirement don't be enough. Man, man. But be, you know what? Let me, I, it, <laughs> I think the main thing, a lot of people don't, when you 25, 30, you don't think about retirement. I know we need to. I know we need to. Don't get me wrong. That's the con- that's the context of this conversation. But a lot of people when they're 20, they think they're gonna live forever. So they don't think they they don't think about retirement. Because to be honest with you, you still should start when you're 19, 20, you start getting your first job because that money carries over with you to your next job. But people don't think like that. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think most people don't think I wait till they get the damn fifty about yeah. retirement. I don't think I I have I'm gonna be honest with you. In my forties. I have not had a damn serious re- conversation with no friend of mine about retirement. I think when you get older, this is just my opinion because I'm a layman. I ain't no accountant like you and CPA certified. I think that when you get older, you may think about retirement, but life kicks in. Yeah. And you think about you think about you 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 had kids, you got a mortgage, you got all this stuff going on, and that that what two or three hundred dollars a month. That you save for retirement, yeah. you're not gonna think about that because that two or three hundred dollars a month could be used for a light bill. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so a lot of times, maybe people want to do it, they just can't see their way free to do it. How about that? Well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you how I look at. It. I think the, the the cycle of life is, 
you spend your 20s screwing up, your 30s recovering, your 40s trying to establish. Okay. And I just think that what I say that is in regards to most of my friends that are like in their uh, 40s, they, their conscious of retirement is ahead in the next, you know, 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. But they still ain't thinking about it. Right. They still ain't thinking about it at all. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm being very serious. Like, I don't, uh, hell no. No. I think guys, people, period, men or female, they're interested in uh, income. Mm-hmm. The money they making now. Right. But they're not thinking about the sustained picture after they got tired. Because, again, the energy you got, we know that now, hell, being, you know, being north of 40, mm-hmm. you ain't got the energy you had in your, your damn 20s when you work all night. You know, you hit 40, you need something called naps. <laughs> naps. Shit. You look for rest stops. You gotta. Hey, you drive. You can't drive two or three hours while having to pee right. and all this other kind of stuff. Your body just changed. <laughs> can't sleep on the sofa. Right. You right. can't stand up too long. You know what I'm saying? You know you you don't even want you know sex. But we don't realize no. until it hit us. No, huh? And we don't realize until it hit us. We don't realize until we sleeping at nine thirty. We have, we sleep hey. like damn. I'm in bed at nine thirty. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You can't drive. Uh-huh. Sex all nights. Who all night? No. Oh, I still do that. No, you still do that. <laughs> well, we talking about do want can't do it and want to do it. So. <laughs> I still. That's how you laugh was extraordinary. You just sex. I still won't do that. <laughs> yeah. I, that I won't give up. Okay, go ahead. Well, listen here. Like I told you, this brother here is so totally exceptional. <laughs> so I was like, look, man, let's go and look at the Star Wars trilogy or something. <laughs> but, but you know what they say? Like I said, we get, we progress in life, though. We start thinking about, you know, we aren't really, you know, conscious of that. But like I said, you know, when you hitting 50 years old, like, damn, I'm retiring 10 years and everything. You looking like, okay, I got $200,000 in my 401k. Shit, that ain't gonna last me for about two or three years. So when we start talking about these things, like I just said, now we're doing that assessment. What is my cost of living gonna be in retirement? Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, guys, and this is something I think people need to evaluate at, at least, at least every five years. I prefer you do this every year. Okay. Just to kind of look at it. But again, you're looking at what it's gonna cost you in retirement when you get out. So you're talking about, yeah, so like again, your mortgage, your rent, utilities, excuse me, possible prescriptions, uh Excuse me, food, miscellaneous, and stuff like that. You might want to get you a little Winnebago, go on trips. Like I said, buy that Lincoln Town car. You need to be thinking about all that kind of stuff. Okay. The second thing is, and this neat, and this and this real talk with everybody, uh, and it's not to control how you do and everything like that, but you need to be really trying to reduce retirement, uh, retirement life debts. And what I mean by that is, and, and again, you do it how you want to do it, but. You got to be realistic. If you buy your dream house at 60 or buy your dream house at 50 or get a new car or, or just say embark on something, a big time investment, how that's going to shift and change. Now, a liability that you incur that generates revenue is not quote unquote necessarily a liability. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you right. actually buy a store that's going to make money, that's a little different. It's an right. investment. It's like an income. Exactly. Income side, the income side of liability is different from the expense side. A- exactly. Okay. But if you just buy your house or car, and I'm not knocking it, mm-hmm. but we we really doing this assessment. We're talking about those kind of debts you're going to have in retirement. Because, again, now if you look, if you're doing that assessment and you're saying, okay, look, I'm, I'm near retirement, the house almost paid off, I ain't got no car notes, all the kids straight, I'm just going to put a little money to the side for my grandbabies for their college or something like that. 
thing you're kind of looking at. You got a minimum of, of, of expenses, expenses coming out on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. You can kind of be like, okay, cool. So that's what you kind of be need to be trying to do, kind of just reduce that stuff uh, to really your basic necessities. Uh, I say avoid any kind of long-term debt required. But, again, if you worked hard and you want to get that dream home at 50, go at it. Right. But I am saying understand the other side of that. And it's not a consequence. It's not a bad thing. But you got to be realistic about that. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do, do what we call a finance or a cost-benefit analysis. Okay. You know, the the, the, the actual to, to incur this and the benefit it, with the cost in relationship, relation to the actual, is the benefit in relation to that cost worthwhile of acquiring. And it may not necessarily be a, a tangible number thing. It may be feeling. Look, man, mm-hmm. I work hard. I got to have this gotta damn have boat. It, right. I want this boat. <laughs> I got to have it. Damn what you say, Poochie. I need this boat. I need this damn no, boat. No, don't got to have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need this boat. <laughs> We're going to go deep sea fishing. Yeah, I'm going to get I some tuna. Boat, yeah. I need it. I, 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 I feel it. I okay. feel you. Okay. I get you. I get you. But understand the other side of it. Okay. Right? So those are things, right? Okay. But I just want you to make that honest assessment. Now, here's my solution with all that. We get to that point, we're sitting there saying, we done did that math. We done said, look, this shit ain't going to work. I'm not going to be able to put 17 grand to the side. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do that, right? Because even we sit there and say, like, the example we were just looking at, it in all in all honesty, the $17,000 you got to put to the side, we are not taking into consideration what compound interest. Mm-hmm. So, again, that is going to be working for us and everything mm-hmm. like that. But it still ain't going to be damn working for us. To make six hundred thousand dollars. Well, the compound interest, which you couldn't even add in anyway, because that could be used to pay the taxes. That's gonna come out when you take it out anyway. Awesome point. Awesome point. So don't even uh, count the compound, uh, compound interest because that's your uh, tax payment. Uh, awesome point. Right. Awesome point. And that's probably one of the reasons why you know if you do it, you probably do want to kind of invest in a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. But or uh, 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 you know if you're going to be doing that and everything, so that is you know kind of point with that. But again, understand uh, the pre-tax benefit that the four hundred one k provides for you. Mm-hmm. So you kind of. Do that analysis. That's a whole. That's, that's a whole different show right, right there. But now we're gonna say, "Well, Poochie, you done sat here and scared the hell out of me. You told me what the <laughs> hell ain't working. I can't get no boat. You know, I can't. <laughs> I can't even save up shit. I'm gonna be broken retirement. Poochie, what you think I need to do? Right. Right. This is the thing that I give, especially, especially if you late forties and have hit fifty, and you know that you are gonna have challenging. It's gonna be a challenge for you to actually incur that kind of money. What you need to be thinking about is putting your money towards revenue generating assets. Okay, okay? it's not, you know, it's not really even um, uh, non-negotiable. Revenue generating assets and also trying to uh, incur some kind of tangible assets. So what I mean by revenue generating assets, what I mean by that is now we're looking at certain things like your vending routes. Mm-hmm. You done bought you a couple candy machines and stuff like that. And people look at candy machines like. Man, I can't do this and everything. Man, you know, I don't want to be buying old snicker candy. I'm just telling you, the person on vending routes is one candy machine can produce you, at least on the low end, $127 a month. Mm-hmm. And it may take you about $20 a month to kind of fill that candy machine up. Mm-hmm. A soda machine can bring you, you know, anywhere from two to $4,000 a month. It mm-hmm. may take you maybe a couple hundred dollars a month to keep filled, right? Again, I know it may seem crazy to you, but that's the God honest truth. Mm-hmm. And if you have that, several of those, you got two or three machines that's netting. You said machine after cost and everything is netting anywhere from two to $4,000 a month. We're going to go on the low end, too. Mm-hmm. If you got three machines, that's $6,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And if you got 6000 you pay your little nephew or son $1,000 a month to keep a service. 
you still got five grand a month coming in. Mm -hmm. And I know it just seems like it's too simple, but trust me, it is that simple. Mm -hmm. We start talking about the candy machines and stuff like that. The same thing what we're talking about. Um, now, now, let them know there's got to be prime areas where you can't just put it in the corner in the back of the apartments. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you know, that, that, that's a great point, though, Lab. But even though, now, I ain't talking you putting stuff in nowhere where you know somebody will run off with your machine. <laughs> I get it. I right, get it. Right. You know, that's a great point and everything. But I am just throwing these at you. And I'm going to give you a couple more. But even like a, a laundromat. A laundromat. You know, again, like with that, people, the things that you think probably uh, do the least can make you, can put you in a certain way. And again, they're generating money on a consistent basis, you know, and mm -hmm. everything. Real estate. Real estate, you know, people want to. I know Fix or Flip got everybody all tangled and twisted, and they ready to do this. And instant let me, millionaires. Let me, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> if you're not really versed with that real estate game or patient enough to take some years to learn that game, you don't need to get into it. Mm. You don't need to get into it. I see all over Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, people wholesaling all this other kind of stuff and everything like that. Um, it's a different monster when you ain't got nothing to lose. When you start going, like I say, we talking about going north of fifty. Every dollar you got got to count. Mm -hmm. So you ain't you're you're not twenty and thirty where you can take those kind of risks where you know you got time to recover. Mm -hmm. you, you every dollar you got, you got to make sure that it's is used, you know, for some kind of benefit for yourself, right? Right. And that's why I say you have to be very very smart with doing that. So uh, the real estate buying hole and stuff like that. If you got to, you know two or three properties that's netting you probably about two to three hundred dollars a month, you know, you know, and then you got, you know, that's that can be an extra six hundred, six to eight hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. That's covering all utilities and groceries. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Those are kind of things you gotta kinda look at. We're talking about income generating assets. Okay. Mm -hmm. You need to be kind of focusing on if you know you're finna retire in ten years, that gives you enough time to get stuff like that set in place right. from a structure standpoint where you can have those kind of things that can be growing and that machine is growing for you. Where you can acquire it, create it, get your system in place, and if you have to have somebody running it for you, get all that stuff set up so you know if in 10 years, retirement, you can do that. Because I'm going to be honest with you, it don't make no damn sense if you keep trying to put pump money in the 401k. We just went through it mathematically. You won't be able to do it. But if you have a situation where you got $2,500 a month coming in from a revenue standpoint, shit, you winning. Right. You winning. And you got to be realistic about that, okay? Mm -hmm. All right? The other thing is we start talking about those tangible assets. What do I mean by tangible assets and collectibles and stuff? I gave a couple examples where I told you guys, you know, like uh, the young star Trey Young for the Hawks, you know. Okay. I bought 20 Trey Young cars. Cost me every bit of what, about 30, 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yo, about those cars. I'm hoping he's going to be a Hall of Fame player one day. Uh, what is it, two-time All-Star and mm -hmm. everything? Same thing you could have did if you bought you a Kobe Bryant card, Deion Sanders and everything. Yeah, rookie card, about a couple more than the first two or three years. And you looking at now, no cars be worth damn three, four thousand. What Kobe card was worth when he died? It was some retarded amount. Astronomical. I think yeah. I want to say it was like 10000 So you got 10000 You done got 10 of those. Come on now. You, you done. So I'm saying it's off, you know, just crumbs. Mm -hmm. So and you might gone up not more, but huh? ten thousand. Um, I mean, think of Jordan rookie card. You can't find a Jordan rookie card. Well, 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 I say this to say that even if you pick a guy that's a bust, mm -hmm. he don't spend twenty dollars on him, what you done lost? 
So now you're talking about now if you're buying those football cards, baseball cards, basketball cards, uh, certain albums, mm -hmm. uh, things like that, and take care of it, you know, and everything. You're sitting there looking at, you know, the albums. yeah, I got a comic book collection. You know, I ain't even put on my business out there, but I got, I got a comic book collection from comic books from the '60s. And everything. I started everybody when we was at Grove Park laughing at Poochie and his coming. <laughs> I still got him. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a good example. Records. Like I used to I you know, I've been DJing since I was twelve. Mm -hmm. I've had a crate of records. It water damaged now, my mom water damaged them. But it was a record in that crate. A old Italian disco record. Came out in like eighty one. People offered me two thousand dollars for that record. Two thousand. But I, I couldn't sell it because it's, it was damaged. It, it was damaged. It's water damage. Got you. But if it was like like they was like we'll, they was like if it's just a record, we'll, we'll give you two thousand. But if it's a record in the plastic, still in the sleeve, oh my god, we talking five or six thousand. But that was just one record. I had yeah. a crate of that kind of stuff. Yeah, because this is old stuff. You know, stuff you don't really listen to now. You know, I can still get them. They digital, but the record sound better. People, you know, people like the record. Yeah, but that's just an example. I, yeah. If I would have thought about that when I was 13, 14, buying them. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have known it, but, but like right now, I'm kicking stuff to people. Like right now, a guy that's playing basketball now, that, hell, you know, if he's playing basketball now, and you look at 10 years down the road, the values increase, you could be making a purchase now at 40, 50 years old. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be looking at it mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, with that. My mentor, Brother Daryl Crawford, man, little Daryl to death. Daryl the one that really got me into the collectible stuff because uh, he had got hit by the old – 102 crash and me and him you know i kind of was kind of connecting uh around about that 0708 crash and he was his admin about how the market you know had crashed he lost so much in uh investments and how he got into those uh tangibles and um what he was uh he had all man i remember he had these acetates mm -hmm. with uh monk charlie parker Ooh. uh, uh bird monk and uh train they had hit an acetate with all three of them playing. Acetate. And I'm talking about, man, I just remember, man, this was like early, early, maybe about 2010, something mm -hmm. like that. He had guys from England, I mean, throwing crazy numbers at them to get those acetates. Okay. And the thing of it is, was, and even then, he was buying this stuff for like a couple thousand, just not understanding, big picture-wise, the value of that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And I say this to say that, we need to be kind of be looking, be open-minded with certain things that you think that, okay, is, that's crazy. Right. You know, and everything. But people find value in that stuff, just vintage things. So that little car in your back that you think, you know, and be realistic. Mm -hmm. Be realistic. That 67 Chevy in your backyard that you ain't took care of, it, no, it's not. I about to say that grandma ain't going to be worth yeah, some Yeah, it's not the same value <laughs> as the McGuire show. No. I can take that no. down, down to uh, what they call it, that, that auto auction in Florida. Man, come on, man. There's a dude on Facebook the other day trying to say his old Monte Carlo 20000 because he doesn't. Man, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. But there are some cars that get like the like the frame of a, 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 a what they call that, Cobra. Yeah. The frame, I saw a guy, he had a frame that was in storage. It mm -hmm. was just a frame, no engine, nobody, just the frame, original frame of a Shelby Cobra. Yeah. Original, 60, 1960, whatever it was. Yeah. $80,000 for that frame. Yeah, yeah, but look what car you just said. That <laughs> ain't no Cobra. damn old Monte Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Your damn 1980 Monte Carlo. <laughs> hey. That, that's not the same. I get some of that color Supreme, 87 color Supreme. I know, 500. <laughs> 500, take all your hands. So you don't have to go get a crush. Yeah. <laughs>
Grand National. But but you get no 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 you but 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 you you get my point, man. I get you. It's just thinking outside the box and everything. So again, we're talking about realistic. If you enter that section of your life, it's not nothing to panic about. You just got to shift. You can't. Let, let me ask you a question for sure. all of us. And we're talking about how we can. So do we need to really sit down and realistically add up what we think we need and what we think we need to, how far we need to get to it, and then look at the numbers and say, we can't do it and don't try it or try something? Well, that's a good question. I think you need to look at it and you still can just, the 401k, don't get, don't stop doing it, but use it as a vehicle, but don't be putting all your eggs in that one basket. Okay. Because, again, they, they, the damn math ain't working. Right. The math just ain't working. Yeah, I don't want people to. I don't want people to be like, well, if I can't do it, I'm just not gonna do it. No, I want you to understand that. Do we keep going? Yeah, no, because not one point in time I say don't do something. I'm just saying the, the path you're going might necessarily work. And again, you know, again now, uh, 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 something is better than nothing. Because mm-hmm. you still might be having three years of fun. That's cool. Right. But again, if you're realistic, like I say, we 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 looking at it. Let's say we're gonna get to eighty. Mm-hmm. We want to get to hundred. It sounds good. Right. Uh, and everything like that, but again, let's just kind of say going to eighty. Okay. Like I said, we're gonna we get past eighty, great grandbaby take care of us. Okay, you hope so. You hope right. they don't just let us piss and sit in the corner right. all day and everything and stuff like that. Hey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you change them. I ain't gonna change them. You change them. <laughs> but we want to make sure. But we can kind of bank on that. Um, uh, hopefully by, you know, we, we got enough to kind of spend us about twenty years after mm-hmm. retirement and everything. And if you have not been on the process of doing accumulated kind of money cover your lifestyle with that. So again, especially if you have not been real diligent in reducing your retirement mm-hmm. living costs. Okay. Because you you fifty, you just bought the dream house. You know what's going on. I just bought a Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. So we, right. we we're looking at that and everything. So again, I hope that information helped everybody in regards to what we talked about. Again, tonight's show we talked about don't be breaking it, um, to, to start your 401k because I know a lot of people, especially when you get a decent job, you've been working on certain jobs, you're like, man, cool, I'm getting settled, getting settled in life, I'm starting to put money in my 401k. And like I said, you meet with a person, I already know how that stuff goes, man, because again, I worked in corporate America, uh, the bulk of the time I worked in corporate America, I worked for an insurance company, actually, uh, that were retirement funds. Matter of fact, most of the retirement funds for most of the counties in the state of Georgia. So that's what we provided. Those 457 programs from uh, mostly state workers in the state of Georgia. And uh, it's the same spiel. Put in this, put in that, you'll be set. But the other side of it is the, the, cumul- the cum- cumulative number that you're giving me, 300000 400000 500000 is that going to be what I need to live for the next mm-hmm. 20, 30 years of my life? Right. And I don't think people get that kind of thought process no. whatsoever. No, I, 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 I hadn't. Yeah. I didn't until I really thought about it. Like, I want to go, you know what I'm saying? I, I need a little bit more. So, yeah, a lot of people don't think about it, especially no. when you're 20 or 30. No, no. Well, hell, when you get 40 or 50, because you're looking at the number you got, well, I'm kind of cool. I got two or $300,000 in my account. I'm straight. We and just said 20. You know, some people, I got the house. That's yeah. That's one fifty two hundred thousand. That's 400 grand yeah. right now. And I think that 30000 is a fair number. It is. You know, and everything. So you sit there and look at it like, you know, and we just went through it like, no, nah, and we just hit it. Mm-hmm. I, hell, I damn forgot about the 27% attack. <laughs> so we got to kind of be realistic about that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I just want people to kind of do that assessment and everything. Now, listen, um, if you guys need any further assistance, any kind of help forecast, no consultant work, Feel free to reach out to me. You know, I have all the booking links and everything on the, in the description blocks for the videos and stuff like that. 
You can hit me up at my company, Majestic Business Services, which is uh, the website is www.majesticbiz.com. So if you need, you know, I don't sell any actual retirement and financial products, but if you need any kind of consulting on, from a forecasting standpoint that you don't feel comfortable that your retirement person is giving you, because again, most of those people are actually giving you the actual perspective of acquiring, accumulating a certain number, but they're not giving you the after retirement cost of breakdown like what we talked about tonight and everything. And I think that's very, I think that's more important then you're trying to save all this damn money mm-hmm. because, again, it's like you're saving for something that you ain't really going to be able to use to, to, to the optimal situation, okay? Mm-hmm. So I hope that helps you guys and everything. Listen, I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in tonight. Again, this is uh, the Dollar Hour, you know, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Bird, Mr. Short Dollar himself. We talk about uh, why you shouldn't be breaking the net to put, uh, put money in 401K. I need you to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. Also, uh, uh, like and subscribe to my other uh, social media platforms, Facebook, um, at Mr. Short Dollar, um, uh, on the TikTok, Mr. Short Dollar, Majestic Being in Service on the Facebook, Majestic Being in Service on the Instagram, Deontay underscore 77 on Instagram, and Majestic Being on Twitter. Again, all links will be provided in the description when the videos are posted finally and everything. So you got all kind of accessibility, even my contact number to the office. I've had a lot of people, they call they all call. kind of night. Now, one, one disclaimer, don't call me after 10 o'clock at night asking about your stimulus check. Where is my stimulus check? Okay. <laughs> I help you. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Right. But don't call me. And if you, I, don't, I don't care if you're in California. Don't call me after 10 o'clock and ask about your stimulus check. <laughs> I got you the next morning. Right, right. But just don't do it. Give me that three-hour difference. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So just, just, just disclaimer, just disclaimer. But uh, now I say that to be say that to say I'm very accessible and everything. Uh, again, guys, we are still hiring for Majestic Accounting and Tax Service, which is a subsidiary of Majestic Business Service. Again, that link will be on the description block. So um, tax season, the IRS won't start accepting. Uh, tax returns, I think, to the 27th or 28th. I know you got a lot of people out here offering all kind of upfront money and stuff like that. You know, again, I always tell people, I don't like a lot of my customers or kind of pitch a certain tail. I haven't seen that kind of money given out nobody. Use the money's running worth from 500 to $1,200 a month. Mm. Uh, I understand people say they up to, but that's the key word, up to. Mm. i never seen that in everything. But again, we, we're 20 years in the game. I think we're 20 years in the game because I've been honest and I take care of people. And I'm not going to sit here and say that we haven't Made mistakes, so everybody been super happy over the years and stuff like that. But I think everybody can say Deontay been fair, Deontay been honest. That's why we've been able to stay in the game so long and everything. So, uh, and I'm super proud of that. Super proud of uh, the growth Mr. Short Dollars had and everything. Super proud of what we've done in the business and uh, super proud of myself and stuff because I came through a lot, especially with last year and everything. And I know everybody else, especially with the COVID and everything, had to go through a lot. Everybody went through a lot of changes in the past year. So happy New Year to you guys again. I appreciate you guys. Um, again, just again, subscribe to all the platforms, reach out to us, and uh, we'll be back with Changing Lives next week, and I look forward to seeing you guys then. Take care, love you guys, and I'll see you then.